Oh, touche. Touche! What, do we even know what to say? <laughs> I... What do you mean? I don't, I don't, I don't even know who I am anymore. Do you know who you are anymore? I mean, anymore, that implies that I did know who I was at some point. Well, that's what I'm implying for myself because I did and now I don't. So Uh I'm wondering if you know yourself more in the time that we've spent apart. Uh, (laughs) yeah, I don't know. I think so. Yeah. You've had a lot of fun, like, you've had a lot of, like, fun life discoveries, I feel. (laughs) I do, I I do. I feel like you've been, you've been meditating, you've been working out, you've been doing the things. You've been doing the things. He's exhausted. I have. I don't know why I'm so tired. Well, I've been here for two hours already. (laughs) Let's keep that in mind. I've been here for two hours already. We did a self-tape. We did a self-tape where it was... I was, I just have to say, where I was, it was like with puppets. Right. And I literally was like, oh, I'm acting like a puppet. We need to do it again and just be be a person and let the puppets be puppets. I couldn't do it. She's always a puppet. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I was like, I can't do it. I'm just always a puppet. That's fine. We didn't try very hard at we it. We didn't try very hard at it. Could you imagine if I got that little part? Yeah. No, but, but no. Well, I don't know. Why not? I don't know. It's out of our hands now. It's been sent. I feel like you could get that part. Maybe. Um, I also ate food that you bought for me. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I had um, a ginger kombucha waiting for me, which is my favorite. And people who know that, I'm in love with them. And they give bring me a ginger kombucha. <laughs> there were very few left, so I had really? to it's, for it's it. the key one. Yeah, Everyone yeah, yeah. loves the ginger kombucha. Tons of watermelon ones. Nah, it's, it's like a too Jolly sweet. Rancher. Yeah, too much. Um, and my favorite, Trader Joe's frozen enchilada being what not what have you that i love to have when i come over here so thank you for that you're welcome you can use my microwave anytime i don't have a microwave and i like coming over to jeff's house for his company and using his microwave in that order (laughs) (laughs) nice save um let's talk about what you've been i've just been sitting on my ass meditating you you've not been you've been sitting on your ass meditating and you've been running your ass off and you look tight honey oh my god you're a feather in the wind oh my god you're a you're you're a feather in the wind stop talking with such velocity in your in your breath because i'm blowing away gorgeous like i'm like i'm worried i'm i have lost 25 and a half pounds but who's meticulously counting (laughs) i think it's incredible since february 10th though it's been a while that's not no, no 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 don't people say that like a pound a week or something is like the healthy thing if you're w- losing weight. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. When has fast weight loss ever been a good thing? Mm-hmm. Like when? Right, right. It's right, not. Right. It never works. The body doesn't understand that. Slow and gradual. Uh-huh. Slow and gradual. You are, it's it's incredible. How do you feel? I mean, you look amazing. I mean, you look amazing. Uh, I don't feel really any different. <laughs> you don't feel any different? You don't feel like more energy or more, It's it's not that way. You did just yawn. I know, right? I, I guess I feel a little more energy. I, um, but I don't know. Not really, no. Mm-mm. No. But you feel good. Yeah, I do feel good. I do feel good. That's great. Yeah, I feel I feel healthy. I don't feel like, you know, oh, I haven't pooped in six days or anything <gasps> like that. Do people feel that way? I feel like sometimes people... They don't poop? 
Yeah, I, that's actually the opposite of my problem. Not to go too deep oh, into no, it. Oh, no, pooping is good and healthy. I'll talk about poop all day. Yeah, I know. <laughs> my my poop is fine, but um, so I guess in that sense I'm healthy. You remember that Oprah episode where they were like, <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I, I, love, I love when a sentence starts with, do you remember that Oprah episode? You don't remember with Dr. Oz where he answered everybody's questions about poop? And yeah, and he showed like, pictures all these, or something. All these ladies, they'd be like, I haven't gone in months. Or like That's they'd insane. go and they'd be like, it looks like rabbit poop. That's insane. <laughs> right, they're like behind, standing behind the counter. Yeah, and Dr. Oz would vent. show like a thing of a colon or whatever. Like this is what it's supposed to look oh like. Oh my God, I was doing a reading with this woman and, and she was she's like a real hoot. And a kook, and she had these, this little tray of like um, <laughs> cough drops to like make your throat get better or whatever. Gorgeous. And she was like, "Yeah, have some. Don't take that one. That's my shit pill." And I was like, "Oh, oh okay." My and then she's like, God. "And there." And this one other young woman was like, "Well, I don't need to take a shit pill. I eat vegetables." And this one was like, "I eat vegetables all day." <laughs> My colon laughs at vegetables. <laughs> you know what? I'll tell you. I'll tell you the real reason. I went in for a colonoscopy and the doctor told me I have an extra foot of colon. Are you kidding me? <laughs> a foot? That's bullshit. This is crazy. Who's this woman? Why can't we share her name? Don't I feel love like I should. Okay, okay, okay. Well, 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 you can share with me after. But, I mean, we're dying. I mean, this voice is unrecognizable <laughs> of anyone I know in the industry. She was I will so say this, someone cookie. I have no idea. She, I mean, she really was a delight. Is but she, she an was, older woman? Yeah, she's, okay. she's older. And... She and I were playing the older people in the show. And Fabulous. I, know, I was like, ouch. She's like 30 ouch. years older than you. I would say at least 20. Sure. Um, but anyway, she... she uh, Same. <laughs> oh, actually, maybe not. She might only be like 15 years older than me. Anyway, I forgot how old I yeah, was. Yeah, all husbands that like any play I'm in were like, and this is the one playing your husband or something, I'm always like 15 <laughs> to 20 years younger. And I was like, okay. Anyway, continue. I think that's sort of normal in Hollywood, though. We're like oh, the younger of lady. Of course and older it is. Man. Of course it is. But I have. Oh God, I have to tell you a story after this. Continue. I did have a guy who, who like went in. And he got a commercial, and when he went to the, do the commercial, the woman was like in her eighties, and he's like in his early fifties. <laughs> that's <laughs> fabulous. Like, I mean, good, 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 good. <laughs> anyway that's it but i laughed so hard it's at this so idea funny. of an extra it's foot of colon <laughs> also just like he was like unwinding the camera and he's like normally i stop normally here I but stop, i gotta keep got going foot. i got another foot to go <laughs> i haven't reached to the bottom yet i really love your visual everyone can't see it was this like it was, I don't want to say a giant fishing rod that you like just mimed. It, it was like a, a snake, you know? It like, was um, like, a, I'm picturing some like do. Jane Austen <laughs> film, like like a well in the in the back, you know, the backyard that someone's cranking that well to get that water up. And then up in the bucket came, comes a little boy, you know, like something like that. So it's an extra foot of colon. <laughs> yeah, that's <what> I, <laughs> oh my God, I that used is to so live, funny. I used to live in a, in a, a building called the colonnade great and it was only spelled with one l and so <laughs> it looked like colonnade and i was always Delicious. like i was like when life gives you colons make colonnade, colonnade. <laughs> <laughs> i loved your little flourish of your hand over the air anyhow so That's let's talk about 
Oh wait, what was I will the story? say something. I have to tell you the story. So I was, um, I did a reading with a friend just at their apartment the other day, and um, someone and I met the director. He was a new, a new friend. Someone new that I met. Lovely man. We had a nice little reading of an Ionesco piece, <laughs> the lesson. <laughs> right, right. Actually, it's fascinating. I think I love Ionesco. I think it's dark humor, like. And then it just ends up always being dark. And I kind of gag for Ionesco. Anyway, I love the lesson. But anyway. Um, I don't know that show. I only know like the rhinoceros and like. Right. Bald Soprano and stuff like Yeah, that's fine. I love it. Anyway, the lesson is interesting and really funny, I think. Huh. Um, and and it's short. You can read it real quick. Oh, but um, so we read that. And then we were just talking after and um, I th- and the director my friend had said something like, oh, or my friend, the person had said, oh, I know a friend, something about being single came up because he's like, I'm single. I'm like, I'm single too. And, um, and then he said, oh, he's like, really? He's like, I know someone who's really into you. And I was like, I've never heard that before in my life. Like, ever have I ever heard Wait a minute. that someone is into Why me? did a story about a foot extra of colon remind you of this story? Because, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> It had to, no, 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 this is what it reminded me. You were like, foot long, oh yeah. No, 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 this is why. <laughs> there's this, a man who's there's into me. There's a man who's into me, and then, uh, uh, no, it's not, it's because we were talking about people being older, and I said, oh, a husband, like, is always, like, 15 to 20 years older than me when I play, like, a oh. wife, and that's why, that's why it reminds me of it. Sorry, it took Wait, me a second Wait, did he tell there. you the person? So, yeah, so then he ended, and then we did, and, and then I said, I'm like, well, I'm like, Who? Who like someone is into me? Please, like I'm absolutely right. please like reveal he, this 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 secret. And, and so, like, but he Brian prefaced, Stokes Mitchell. <laughs> I would kind of gag for that. I would gag for that. I could get into that. Um, no, he he prefaced it by tell. I was like, just give me the name and let me Google it. Like that's all I need. Right. He was prefacing it with all of this and all of this and all of this and all of this and like was married and all this and raised her kid and like and all this and then and he's a music pro- producer and da-da-da, and like when he saw you in silence and was like she's the best really funny and then i was like oh my god i was and then just the more and the more and the more and the more and i'm not being ageist but the more and the more i was like i just went how old is he <laughs> <laughs> only because i was like that's a lot of life a young like, 90 that's a, a li- very young 90 <laughs> and I, he he ended up saying, and again, I'm not being interested. I have nothing against. I would date so, like it's who the person is. I truly, truly don't. Right. But he said, I believe he turns sixty five. <laughs> Jeff, <laughs> Jeff, that's older than your parents. That's and I. The first thing I said was, my dad is sixty two. <laughs> like I. Absolutely. You do have young parents. I have young parents, but I cannot go out on a date with someone who is older than my father. It's not going to happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen. And, he, and, he was, and he's very successful, rich. He was a good-looking 65-year-old man. But I cannot do that. Right. I, can't, I mean, can I? Am I wrong? Someone at me about it. But, I, I mean, I no. Also, also, also... He did bring in, he's like, there is a caveat. And I was like, he's queer. He's bi, right? And he's like, yeah. I was like, it's always the caveat. I'm like, I'm like, bi doesn't scare me. Queer doesn't scare 65 me. 65 scares 65 me. 65 scares me. I don't care about anything else. Yeah. 65 scares me. 
no offense to anyone who's 65 out there and is dying to date me, please. By all means. Maybe he's like... I mean, I guess it also just depends on what type of 65-year-old it is. I guess, but I cannot date someone who's older than my father. It will not happen. It's a hard rule. It's a hard, hard rule. I think that actually makes more sense than being like, I can never date someone shorter than me. Oh, I hate that rule. I hate that. It's a thing. I know people are really adamant about it. People are adamant about it. People are adamant about it and i'm like i truly am not that person at all i shouldn't say people i should say straight women are really adamant about it yeah they are and i understand it in a way but personally i don't care how tall you are as long as you know what you're doing hey Hey, oh. <laughs> anyway, that's why that came up, and I was thrilled to find out that someone liked me. And then I was like, oh, "He can't be older than my dad." I have a friend who is uh, dating a woman who is older than sure. both of her parents, and now, what? yeah, they've been together for twenty years, and now she is younger than me. She's forty-one, and she has two grandchildren. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. She has two grandchildren that are like six and nine. Stop. And whenever she says anything, like, I can't. She's one of my polo friends. I I can't. And she's like, oh, we're taking our grandkids. (laughs) And I'm like, it's so weird that you have grandkids. And she pulled me back and she's like, oh, it is weird I have grandkids. That's why I like saying it. (laughs) I hate to, I mean, I love her to death. I hate to, again, I'm like listening to myself and I'm like, why are you being, it's ageist, it's rude, it's like love, she has no age, sexual exploitations have no age. Like I get it. I get it. Sexual (laughs) exploitations? Sure, just like go out and get like whatever, like. God knows I can... Explorations. More exploitations. <laughs> you, don't know, you don't know my situations. <laughs> well, I guess you're right. If there is no age. If there's no age, come on. But dude, I'm just like, really? Yeah. Let's I take can't a, get it together. Let's take let's a take hard, hard left turn. turn. Let's get out of here. Can we get out of here? I want, I want to get the hell out of here. I truly want to get the hell out of here. Um... Everybody's, everybody's asking, how was it? <laughs> I've told everyone who's asked. It was great. I was gone because I shot a film. Shot a film. Zachary Grady, friend of the podcast. Right. Only two-time. Two-time friend of the podcast. Um, the only one, right? Yeah. Our only two-time friend of the podcast, Zachary Grady, wrote a wonderful short film uh, called Island Queen, and we shot it on Cape Cod. And it was starring Jesse Tyler Ferguson and Rachel Dratch. Hell of a cast. Hell of a cast. Also, um, Nick um, Nick Sadhani, Meredith Holtzman, and um, Marisol Sacramento were also in it. Also, Zachary Grady made his film debut. Oh, really? Oh, he was in film. it too. His film debut. Yeah, he was great. He had a fun little. He had a fun part that I won't give away. But um, Is it like a Hitchcock ca- uh, cameo, where it's like. You know, no, in every yeah, yeah, movies. yeah. Um, no, it actually has a little bit of something. It has, it like helps the plot. 
Gotcha. He sort of brings the plot along um, in a little way. But it was an amazing, and the crew was amazing. Daniel Rampoulo was and a cinematographer. And who were the directors? The directors were me and Zachary Grady. Oh, my Yay! Lord. And who was the producer, the lead producer? Um, me! <laughs> and, got- and I did it with Justin Mikita, um, who's right. the executive producer, along with Jesse Tyler Ferguson. Right, right, um, right. But it was great. It was really great. But you had to work hard. Honey, let me tell you what. Some, I mean, sometimes, I mean, thank God it snowballed and happened. But it was just one of those things. I remember, I think I said to Zachary early on, it's like one of those things where you're, some things you're like, I want to do something. And then you talk to a friend and then you kind of figure it out. And then you, you, you sort of start getting the ball rolling of how something can get done. Yeah. Or at least I'll speak for myself. I'll start talking about how like the ball get done. And then it hits a certain point. Where you go, oh, this could get done if we take this next step. And if that next step hap- uh, is successful, then we can get it done. Right. And it was one of those things where the next step was successful. And then you go, okay, I guess we're doing this. And <laughs> then you just dive. And you just dive. And you just, you just work your ass off. Yeah. And you just don't. It's one of those things where there just wasn't time like i think back now and i'm like oh could i have done pre-production better like those six weeks better or whatever yeah of course but well there you really had like was... a very specific shoot date that you... because... yes we had we shot four days and those days could not alter and there could be no rain days location specific out- specific it was a specific four days and it was um there was no rain days there was no alternative days like that was it i mean i do feel like that's harder than it's hard. It's harder, but it's also like and you also didn't have to scout for locations. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> that was great. I mean, that's the reason we were able to do it. But the hard thing was that it was out of town. Yeah. Production-wise, the hardest part about it is that you're the only person in the world who's like, oh, it's so much easier to shoot in New York it's City. It's so much easier to shoot in New York City <laughs> because I mean, because you're here. Because we're here, and everyone would have been at my dis. <laughs> We all know I don't mind asking a favor. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, so I I would have had, you know, a lot more resources at my fingertips. Although the crew that I brought on were, were astounding. Yeah, it sounds they, like were they were absolutely astounding. And the resources on the Cape and in Massachusetts were wonderful. And if anyone is filming anything in Massachusetts, uh, let me know. I can hook you up with some really great resources and some great people and places to get equipment and stuff like that because they were wonderful. Um, their rules are intense. <laughs> Why? What do you mean? They're just, they're, they have really specific rules for shooting and filming and uh, over the time. State the state of does? Massachusetts yeah. There's just, it's just paperwork. It's just research and paperwork, research and paperwork. Research. That New York doesn't? Uh, it's different, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's some, there's so some, certain things are different. Yeah. Yeah. It's like getting your real estate license in all the different states. It's different. It's different everywhere you go. Everyone has different rules everywhere you go. But um, it was it was it was great. And there's definitely like, I feel like I'm just starting to come out of the come down of it because we just ended. We just got back a week ago. Right. Um, there's a come down from energy like that. Yeah. That you put in. Is and- there like a like a like a, is it like, when you finish a play and you're like, oh, I'm kind of bummed. I missed my play. Yeah, I mean, it's because I miss the people. There was one point, like, when I picked up the 15-passenger the van one morning, and then I went to go get the equipment and then go get 
my two of my crew people. Um, I, Daniel, and, and then Dean, who was the grip second camera who flew in from San Francisco um, with the camera and all that stuff that we rented. And he's amazing. They both did, Daniel and Dean did New York is Dead camera department. And there was something when I got the van and then I started gathering everyone. And that next day, everyone was in the van. The crew was in the van. We were driving to the Cape. When everyone was in the van, I just went... <gasps> oh, I'm not making this film alone anymore. Mm. Like Zachary and I, it had just been me and Zachary. Right. Like, and it was just like, oh, we have more, like we have help. Right. Like, like those things that I wondered about, it's like, here they all are. Right. Like, and now we're going to do this together. And I wanted it to be a collaborative, you know, I want people to feel like they're have a, you know, they're not, it's not like master slave mentality. You know, it's not like, well, was that a bad reference? What's a better reference? <laughs> Jeff just like put his hand to his heart. Help me. That was a bad reference. Not master slave. That's really, um, do you know what I mean though? Yeah. Like. Uh, no, I don't actually. Like not, there's some, set, especially these super low budget things. And I shot something recently too, where it's like you see the, the, and it's, I'll preface it with like filmmaking. Everyone knows it's hard. There's never enough time. There's never enough money. That's mm-hmm. just it. There never is enough. Mm-hmm. There, you'll never have enough time. You'll never have enough money. Like it's you, and you can't overplan. You, you just you can't plan enough. Um, I could be wrong. Someone could. I think most people would agree that's kind of the case. And and so everyone knows it's it gets tense and it gets like heated for various reasons. It gets it gets busy, mm-hmm. and and fast. And um, excuse me, it gets fast. It doesn't need to be tense. It can. I call it fast. <laughs> um, but. I think because of that and because if you're a person in position of power in those dynamics, you can really um, treat people who are operating equipment as people who are just operating equipment. Mm. When there actually is a creative, um, what they're doing is creative. Hanging a light isn't just hanging a light. And you know that if you look at the frame right. <laughs> and you see it, it's a creative, it's not just um, plugging something in. Right. It's not just turning on a lamp, turning on a lamp. It's, it's, it's truly not. And I think even like we had this wonderful girl, um, Tatiana, who was sort of our like every person PA, like she just was like, do the Starbucks run, go grab, go grab the actors. Can you can we use your car in the scene? You know, like she was just sort of like Tatiana, do this to come do that. She, and here, take the card, get a receipt. You know, she did all the everything. And she's actually this very intelligent girl from New York. I read her resume. She's extremely intelligent. Um, she's heavy into politics. Um, I believe she worked on Hillary's campaign, like super smart girl, worked her butt off, was amazing. And I remember I was with her, and we were going, we were setting up sticks. Uh, we were setting up a camera in someone's yard that was like across the street from the boat that I hadn't signed a release for yet, but that's where we wanted to get the shot. But it also looks like, you know, these are summer homes, could be a summer home, whatever. And I took her and I said, Tatiana, you know, grab the paperwork. She came over. I said, hey, come with me. Like, let me, sh-. she's like, what are you doing? I was like, come with me. So I was going to show her, like, we're going to attempt to grab a location release from these people. And she's like, well, they're not home. And I was like, right, but you never want someone to come out of their house and see that you're just doing something and then ask them. Right. You want to be in the process of asking them. Right. Because you should always ask someone to use, even right. if you're not even really in their lawn with right. 
with your feet, you should ask. Right. And it was crazy because we, they, the car, they, they drove up as we were like knocking on the door in the back. Um. So they drove up and there's, you know, a little camera crew setting up in their lawn, not their lawn, but right on the edge, you know, by their thing. Uh-huh. And I was like, thank God we're already like, and they pulled up and I was like, hi, we're trying to get a hold of you. You know, so they see that you're in the process of it. And she was great. She just like, she. so I was talking to the woman and she was just standing right there. And then Tatiana kind of got in. The woman said something and Tatiana's like, oh, I'm from around here. And then just kind of like uh, added, added sort of like, yeah, I know that place. Like brought her sort of, you know, because she was from around there and, and connected in the way with the woman. The woman didn't could care less. Like right. no one cared, you know, no one could care less. <laughs> Everyone was so thrilled we were shooting a film there and there are no permits. You don't need permits in Falmouth, Massachusetts. Like it's fine. But the point was, and I was like, you did great. Like it's not manipulation. It's like community. Right. And she brought a sense of like community to the situation. And I was like, what you just did right there was creative it was helpful and it was you were you were you were buffering a situation you were connecting to the woman so that she knows that like you know it's just it's it's keeping everybody around you safe because we're in their world you know we're in their lawn shooting we're in there so point is a long story short everyone was so creative and wonderful and when we were going there in the car it, it just was like oh my gosh we're not making this film alone and yeah. Zachary and I, you know, we got to a point we couldn't. We were just like, can other people help us make this film now? And right. so it was well, really great. Had done so much work. And then it was time to actually do the sort of like, you had been doing so much of the like grunt work. And you, right. you were ready to do the artistic work. Right. Right. The part where you get to say like, wouldn't it be interesting if the camera was on? Over here. Right. I mean, yeah, there are some really fun things that happened in the process of shooting that we got that I hope work well in the edit and we'll see and now it's paperwork (laughs) post paperwork and we just hired an editor and we're really excited to see it get put together now yeah it's a lot of it's a lot of work to shoot a 10 minute film four days god I don't know I don't know how people do more (laughs) it's 10 minutes 10 yeah about 10 minutes might it might be it might go 12 the film will tell us how long it is. Uh, Can you imagine? <laughs> no, shorter's better. Shorter's better, but right for what we want to do with it. But we'll see. What do you want to do with it? Or can you not put it say? in festivals? Okay. We'd like to. We'll, we'll submit it in the mid-August is when that the submissions start. So oh, we'll so you got to get this. You got to get time. this bad boy wrapped up. Eh? Yeah, yeah. We we passed on a hard drive yesterday, so we feel good about where we are. Oh. So the editor can get started. Wait, were you like, I passed on something that I was offered? Yeah, I was like, what? You got offered a hard drive and you said no? (laughs) I don't want that $300 hard drive. Get that out of my face. No, thank you. Hard drives are expensive. Um, You need a couple of them. Yeah. Yeah. Pro tip. (laughs) Basic, basic pro tip. Anyway. So, it's a great experience. And then when you're editing, are you going to be like, what does the editor put together like a, like yeah. a rough cut mm-hmm. and then yeah. you come in? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a creative sort of, you know, we have scripties notes, script supervisors notes, and I'm going to be going through them this weekend with the footage because I have a hard drive copy of it. So I'm just going to go through and, you know, you make sure that you, that everything that you, I mean, some people do this, some people don't. 
but I make sure that I'm right when I told her like I liked that take. I liked that. I liked right. his entrance on this take. I liked the end of that. The the right because once you actually see it, you might be like, oh, well, right, wait. no. And I just want to make sure that that's all sort of correct. Uh-huh. Um, and going through it again, I might think of something. It, it just will save some time. But it also doesn't mean that she doesn't look at something that's like, well, this is better, or it might be unusable for reasons that I don't know. You know, something that you like might not be usable in the film. Was this your first time directing? Y- yeah. I mean, or had you directed like stage stuff or theater stuff? I mean, unless we talk about directing myself, no. Right. No. So did you, and you dug it. I loved it. I loved it so much. I loved it. I loved it so much. I really did. I, 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 I really liked it. Did you like it? Like, was it weird being on set and not being the actor? <clears throat> um, n- no. But it's funny because at one point we were doing like a day of B-roll. We had a whole day and we also like mapped out the rest of the play or the play, the rest of the film that day too. But um, we had a day because of, of shooting all around the boat and we had lots of Zachary's family was in it and friends, which I'm sure it was great for him to see like... I mean, I won't speak for him, but he shared that it was, like, fun and, and lovely to see all of his friends and family that he grew up with. And he worked on the boat to see that. And um, uh, he was, you know, working on something, doing something, and me and Daniel and Dean were just shooting, I don't know, like a flag. You know, we were just doing – Zachary was doing some other stuff, and we were shooting just, I don't know, like, you know, a piece of paper, you know, a, a duck or water, just, just basic B-roll. And then we were going up to this, like, snack bar – that was really cute. And I was like, oh, here, let me like move some things and make it look around. And Daniel was like, actually, you look, it looks good with you in there. I was like, great. And I went to holding and I grabbed a shirt, like, because we, everyone wore uniforms. So I grabbed one of the shirt uniforms. I just like, no makeup, nothing, no makeup, just like dead, tired director. And I just was like, great. And so I was like, okay, let me know. And then I, I got it out of my system. And I just was like some, you know, no POV, no sound or anything. Just like going to town on a snack bar. <laughs> You're like, ooh, these was, almond joys are delicious. I like took, I was like cleaning the, I like got a baby broom and was like sweeping the counter. I was like spraying. I got it all out of my system in like five seconds. And Zachary was like up the road. He's, he tells a story about it. And he was like, I, he's like, I turn around for like two minutes to talk to my sister about something or he was setting up the next scene. He goes, I turn back around and Dean and Daniel are filming you in costume <laughs> doing the most. He says, I see you with a baby broom <laughs> sweeping off the front and do and taking out glass. And he's like, and I, he was like, what is she doing? So I definitely had my moment. <laughs> we're, we're, we, we will, we will have, um, I think I, I hung a sign. I hung a sign too with Dean. Like I was like a worker hanging a sign. That'd be great if like, for whatever reason, just there was this 45 second long ass soundless. <laughs> yeah. Just with the music playing. A woman yeah, meticulously yeah, like cleaning. Doing shit. Just random shit. Just like, cra- and I like put, and I also like put lip gloss on and was staring off into the distance, you know, just like a hamburger, just a hamburger. I'll never believe it. <laughs> So I did get, I did, so I did get it out. I was like, really? He's like, actually, it looks good with you in there. And I knew, I was like, oh yeah, it'd be good to see like a head in there and someone like doing things. So I was like, set it up. I'm going to get a costume. And it's like, <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> 
So it was fun. So you had holding on the boat? No, the boat was like hot. So we had the boat. I guess some people were hanging out in the bow of the boat when we were shooting some stuff. But mostly holding was Zachary, his stepfather, Charlie, who owns the boat. It's like a ferry. Yeah, it's a ferry. And it's amazing and very beautiful. If you're ever going from Falmouth to Martha's Vineyard, take the Island Queen. Because it's Fam, it's very nice. Do you know what I? It's like mm. this is. It's like a fancy boat, mm. and so holding is all this like we're this like beautiful we're like redone spaces. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. gorgeous lit windows and a giant table like this wood. T- it was nice. It was not wow. like. I guess I pictured. I'm like, oh, it's a ferry boat, like water lapping up on rocks and the right. smell of fish, and then like or one like what outhouse you'd take to go to like right. IKEA, where you're right. like, I guess you're this like, is nice, <laughs> right. And you're like, oh, no. Yeah, you're like doing that. And then also holding, I thought, would be like, oh, God, it's going to be like one outhouse and then like some like covered shack. No, honey. It was like, okay. It was nice. Wow. Like offices, like beautiful redone offices. Of the ferry company. Of the company, yeah, where their uh, offices were, and then another office. Because they office, were not open then, yet because it wasn't quite summer. Correct. We, no, they opened two days after we filmed. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It was it was wild. And they and were amazing. Weather. We were, and I say the word blessed, <laughs> because... Because the Lord Jesus The Lord them. Jesus Christ, <laughs> Almighty God, and Father, and Mother, and Baby. Buddha, Muhammad. All of them. What <laughs> Numerology, Scientology, sure, why not? Not maybe not Scientology, but <laughs> Wicca. Oh, we could yeah. go on. Surely, hey, Wicca. mostly Wicca. It was Thank you. Wicca. It was Wicca anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we had four beautiful days, and when I say the two days that we did this one scene, and then we did the B-roll, and then we did B-roll the next day, were perfectly like half overcast. And then the last two days, which were our main, like the action, the scene, and all the seven characters, were two sunny days. So when I say that, they matched even. Like, because mm-hmm. we're like, okay, all the action happens in one day. Mm-hmm. So look, if we got one day could be pouring rain, one day could be sunny, and then you just got to go with it. It's like when you watch... Um, you just got to go with it. The original Wet Hot American Summer. <laughs> Is it just like... Where there's like... All of a it's sudden... It's very clearly raining back in the back right. and then like they go outside and it's not raining anymore right but there's then... just nothing you can do about yeah. it there's just nothing you can do about it and you know we would just like zachary he would he think he said he was going to insert a line like if you don't like the weather in massachusetts wait 15 minutes right. or if you don't like the weather on the cape wait five minutes or something like that um so we would have addressed it in some way you just do the best it's matching there's not there's not right. much you can do especially when we didn't have like a lighting department right um well, to even cheat it of- natural light we use mostly yeah there's just like a couple of things but you would have to do something if like you shot a sunny day and then the next day was i mean yeah i don't know i don't know i don't i don't know we just you know what we didn't have to worry about it and that is pure luck you can't and that's another thing too that i when we were shooting i was like all the money in the world we could have had the biggest budget in the world it would not have made the weather perfect it would not and even if we had like some uh, elaborate lighting crew whatnot what have you and like hundreds of thousands of dollars or some fucking shit i don't even know 
the crew and the actors would have been miserable right. because it would have been miserable. Right, right, right. Because right. it was already cold. Like I was, we were wearing sweaters. Right. Because it was already cold just because you're on the water. Yeah. So all the money in the world could not have bought us the weather that we got. And so I, we were so, we were the same way for New York is dead. Every day was a beautiful day. It, it's incredible. Like I don't hire me for your films. Hire <laughs> me as a director of films because clearly I bring the good Girl. weather. Please hire me. Knock on the wood. It was really fun. I feel very, very, very grateful. I'm just excited that you are like newly awakened as this director. Well, I'm like ready to see your Francis or not your Francis, your um, Lady Bird. I feel that's the that's the most successful is it actor to director I can think of. Right, who's a woman? I don't know. I, I guess Clint Eastwood. Clint I can't Eastwood. wait to see your... My Clint... What would it be? Uh, Unforgiven. <laughs> it's funny. I actually would love to do... And I don't even watch Westerns, but I actually would love to do a Western. Isn't that weird? Doesn't that make no sense? You should not You'd put like your energy into Western something. or act in a Western? Direct. But here's what I'm going to say about it. Okay. It would be a parody of a Western. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what the words parody and Western and the phrase parody of a Western But means. do you know what I'm saying when I say, do you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> that's a whole nother element of it. Anyway, it was, it was, it was fun and I like producing a lot and it was a good time. It was oh, a good great. time. It was um, a good time. I, it sounds Thanks amazing. for everyone's patience. There's literally no way I could do, there was no way I... Okay, now you might be thinking, wow, that was jarring. That was weird. Like, is there something wrong with my... Here goes my phone again. Do you know that's what you're thinking? You're like, ugh, this phone. Right. It's not your phone. My wireless headphones have... Again. My AirPods have have failed me. Speaking of AirPods, before we answer this question, how in the world do people use AirPods? How does that stay in? There's no way... I. Well, how will those stay in? All I have to say is, I have a cord to know for safety. I know where to go. I know where to find them. <laughs> There's no way I could, I trust with this head and this hair and this energy, just some free floating electronics See, in my ears. With this it's not happening. Head and this energy, yeah. I always am knocking, pulling the cords roughly I out of my ears. I understand that. I do. I, and so, my, I actually don't have AirPods. I just have these other Jabra wireless headphones and I love them because I'm finally like especially because I hold my phone when I run and so I would often just like (laughs) spastically rip them out of my head. Sure I understand this. I do. I get it. I But to to clarify I accidentally stopped the recording. Yeah. Oh right. 
And that's why it just abruptly ended. And then Jen had to do some serious... <laughs> What? Columbo shit. <laughs> she turned into like the lady on Law and Order who's like tap 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 tap, and she found it, and it came back, and I was like, enhance that photo, and she did. <laughs> it was very complicated. Oh, it wasn't that complicated. It didn't take that long. Kind of though. But you want to do a parody of a Western. Did you oh, I no, I don't need to talk more about that. You know what? Other people should do Westerns. I need to sit down. Do you know what I mean? I don't need to do a Western. Why? Do a parody of a Western. I just think I think they're funny. Great. <laughs> and I would like to watch a Western from a female's perspective. For sure. Like, That's but the what leads Sophia cannot, Coppola but, did, apparently. But I didn't see it. What? With what? Oh, she's... It was that one with Nicole Kidman. Oh, it was like, right. Right, but is it okay? Hear me out, everyone. Yeah. Hear me out. Yeah. I want to direct a western that's a parody of a western, and of course, but I, I kind of, I kind of <laughs> do want men to star in it. Do you know what I mean? But I want it to be like pure western, like meaning from back when, like, what were women allowed to do and men allowed to do? Uh-huh. But I want <laughs> to be from a female's perspective. Directorally, do you know what I mean? What I'm saying, like, actually, it sounds like I should write it mostly. I'm 100% into it. It will be so bad because I have no frame of reference. But what I, but my frame of reference, hear me out, hear me out. Here's the pitch Mm -hmm. my frame of reference is what I think Westerns are from a male perspective, yeah, but told through a female perspective. A high concept art, art piece, right? But the dialogue's just so basic. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Wait, that is high concept art based. I would like to see a Western where like they ride and then they're at the campfire and they're like, they're like, Ugh. I just feel like Todd doesn't like me. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Or they're just like. <laughs> and then the other one's like, who's Todd? And he's like, the big cow. <laughs> Maybe you need to and write the it. Other cowboys like, well, you that's just you know Todd. That's, Todd. that's just Todd. You can't take Todd personally. No, he's super weird. Come on, this really? Just... You're taking Todd seriously? <laughs> Look at Todd right now. Look, he's choking on grass. I know, I know, but I just want Todd. He to, can't even drink a glass of water. To can't recognize even lap of water. what I've done for him. I understand that. But I, I think led him to that water and he wouldn't drink. I understand that, but your codependency <laughs> is really kicking in right now. Like that's... I know, Greg, I, I know. know. <laughs> but not even that, not even that, just more just like, like awkwardly talking about, yeah, their feelings for the day or, or you know, having a, a long conversation about the knapsack satchel that broke and how they're going to fix it. Like, I, like, I want to know that. That sounds great. Like, I don't want brooding silently around a, a crackling fire yeah. unless we're dealing with something. Yeah. And I want to make cowboys deal with something that isn't, like, that as isn't like that isn't Native just Americans tactile. attacking. Yes. Them. I don't want them to deal. I don't want them to be afraid of Native Americans. Mm-hmm. I want them to be afraid because um, someone feels a certain way and the other person feels nervous about it but they have this long thing ahead and they need to work together so they're gonna have to work it out and maybe that's through like 
re like figuring it out how to deal with the knapsacks that are hanging over the horses. Mm-hmm. But in that, I want a sort of revelation and a come to between the two of them to happen. It doesn't need to be huge. And nobody steal this idea. Well, I will fucking find you. I I'm mean. <laughs> I can get real vicious, so no one will. But do you know what I'm saying? I want like I want them to have to deal with like with with other things that aren't like. That sounds great. Monumental. That sounds amazing. And then you know, and then maybe it'd be great if okay. So then maybe you know. I, I mean, I don't know. That I mean, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. But then I would have to work with guns, wouldn't I? I don't yeah. Like guns. Well, if they're not doing battles, they don't have to have guns. Yeah, not all cowboys wear guns, right? Yeah, if they're just like doing the cattle run. I don't mind a bow and arrow. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I know everyone's looking at me going, no cowboys from... have bow and arrows, but maybe my cowboys do because yeah. they don't like guns. Do you remember that scene from Lonesome Dove where... No, I don't even know what you're talking about. Lonesome Dove? Nope. It was a Western from like the 90s. See, again, a film I shouldn't make. Rick Schroeder. <laughs> well, anyway, I didn't see... It was a miniseries. And I didn't see all of it, but I happened into the, to the television when it was airing. Right. And they were riding across a river, and they were like, watch out, it's water moccasins. Stop. <laughs> What's the matter with you right now? Sudden, <gasps> this old man was riding in these water moccasins, <laughs> shot out of the river, and bit him in the face. Are you kidding me? No. What is this brilliance? It's called Lonesome Dove. And they shot out of the water and bit his face. Yes, that is my recollection. See, that's fantastic. There's things about the wild, wild west and the open plains (laughs) that I have, that I am curious about and need to be filmed. Yeah. Think about that. And they just had to leave him and he just like, and he like died from that shit. Right. That's fantastic. Watermarkers. And also like the clothes, like here's the thing. If, any girl, because you know, it's the whole thing where v neck, v neck, v neck, or everything, the girl's stuff, you know, what's everything. The men have clothes that are buttoned up, appropriate to the weather. Normally, I know what you're saying. There's a lot of dudes who have their chest. I'm talking normally. Mm-hmm. Actors, you know. And the women all have, you know, the, the breasts being bared, right? <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Two things. I'm not, here's the thing. I'm not against a breast being bared. I'm not against a deep, deep V-neck. I am when we're talking about like the FBI or the cops or some shit like that because you don't see that on this shit. So cut it out. Right. Cut it out. ABC, NBC, Fox, WB. Right. Cut it out. Right. And they also all button up the damn have, like, shirts. A very dewy lip. It's ridiculous. Their pants are not that tailored. Work it out. Right. This is why I love Broadchurch. Anyway, moving on. Right. And they're always wearing like. This a is why I love British. Yeah, this is why I love British like crime stuff because people are dressed like you would dress for your job. Yeah. Anyway. Have you seen Fleabag season two? We'll get there. Okay. Anyway, let me finish. So what I have to say is, if you're going, if we're going to bear a breast, Uh I'm fine with that. However, however, I want the goddamn sunburn to go along with it. I want that. I want hair and makeup. I'm dead serious. I want hair and makeup to go. The reality of it is if she had that thing open the whole time, it would be I want her to have that old, old, crinkly chest. Yeah. Like, I want her chest to be, like, wrinkly and sun damaged. I want to see a burn. I want to see sunspots. I want to see dust and grime. That's what I want. If you're going to bear a breast, you better bear what happens to a breast when it's born. 
<laughs> and that's all I'm saying. Go ahead and show it. But what would happen is she would not have some like white, lovely, lovely. Dewy skin. No, honey, that thing would have been taken a toll. So let me see <laughs> a toll on that breast. Anyway, Fleabag season two. I have not gotten there yet. Am I going to die? It's really good. I know. Your girls, I love your her girls, so much. Your girl's on it. Oh, my. I, I, I Stop. Stop. I can't. I can't. Like, I can't. Oh, my God. Like, I can start tonight. Yeah. Oh my it's God. So good. It's, I can't start tonight. I I I liked it better than season one. You're kidding me. One. Well, this is my weekend. Welcome to my weekend. We loved it so much. We were going back and watching season one again. You've got to be kidding me. She's so incredible. It's incredible. You're talking about Phoebe Waller Bridge, or are you talking about Olivia Coleman? Well, I'm talking about Phoebe Waller Bridge. Right. But Olivia Coleman, I'm going to. You know, everyone. I will start crying. I have that thing. Like if I will, I'll like I start to get so excited when I see her, I lose my mind. She's so good in this too. Stop! No, I can't. Well, remember her in season one. I know. She was I so know. Good. I it's know. The same character. I can't. Oh my god! I'm like I'm nervous. I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm nervous because whenever she comes on screen, I lose my mind. Well, watch I'm it a super love. fan. I'm a super fan. That's fine. But it, it is cool that she's. She's doing this second season and Stop. it's, I just think Phoebe Waller-Bridge is just so smart. I watched her 72 questions from Vogue. So did I. So did I. I thought it was so good. She's great. She's a very, very, very smart And sometimes woman. those 72 questions, you people come off like a real jerk face a-hole. Yeah, it's but she bad. was like, she was like. Well, she's also an actress too, and right. and she's used fair, and she's, she's used, used to, to that, looking directly at the camera, right? And that actual format. <laughs> yeah, exactly. to, so let's be fair, because it's it, again like right. musicians and models, and she just seems so give them cool. a break. Or gymnasts, if we all saw the the one uh, the gymnast that oh, it was bad. It was really really seventy two questions with a gymnast. It was really bad. Oh, it was no. really really bad. Simone I saw the one Biles, with Michael Simone Biles. Biles. I can't with Michael Kors. I can't with Michael Kors. You gotta watch the seventy-two questions. I can't. You'll I don't know if I can. More. I don't know if I can. At, when they they ask him at one point, like what? Just what is fucking... it that you miss? It's not this, but it's something like what are the things that you absolutely need? It's not this, but it was something but along like the lines this? of like undive. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I forget what it actually was. Right, it's something was. preposterous. I gotta rewatch it. I just, it. I can't, like, every time I see something with that MK logo, yeah. I just think to myself, wow. Yeah. One day I'll be that proud of myself to just slap JH over every, just, just, just here, everyone. I And I know he's in the fashion industry, and I know it's a whole thing, and I know for, like, his European market, like, I get it, I get it, I get it, but I truly I know. I don't remember like I... anything like helmet. Helmet um, Lang? Lang often has that splayed across a shirt, I'm... and I'm like, this shirt would be so cute if it didn't have this stupid helmet Lang. But you know, and it's it's also or like Louis Vuitton. I I mean, I guess. I mean, there's. I don't almost. And it's funny because I don't mind when a brand is. I don't like guess spree. Like when I was a kid, like Ooh, there's something about I hate the, that you do. I, see, I don't mind the brand name. Of course, that was very 80s, so now it's, like, kitschy fun. Like, I love my Esprit bag. Right. But I don't mind, like, a, a sweatshirt that says Fila on it. Actually, I want one. That sounds cute. I don't mind, like, Champion. I don't mind, like, that. But when it's the person's name, uh-huh. something about that, I don't know. 
That's not quite fair because that's the like name Halston, of the product. He had to sue to get his name back, and he and he didn't get it. What? Halston. They took his name away. What are you even talking about? The designer Halston. They took his name. Yeah. Who? So his name became a brand. Sure. And then this big company bought him. And right. They fired him, and they, and he thought he could make something with his own brand, and I didn't he know couldn't. this. I didn't know this. Is this Isaac fire? Mizrahi had to get his name back, and he did didn't. he. Mm-hmm. I actually really like Isaac Mizrahi. I just listened to his autobiography, and I was stop it. I was all in. I want to watch. I do love that's him. why I said Louis Vuitton because maybe, that's how he says it. So maybe I'm so maybe it isn't about I'm being I'm trying to like categorize it, but I actually don't think it's that. Maybe it's just a person that I don't like. Maybe it's just not like Michael Kors. Maybe I just don't like Michael Kors. All those Michael years of Kors. watching Project Runway, you were like, no, I don't thank want you. to. I think so. I think so. I feel like with Michael Kors, I feel like if I was at a party, mm-hmm. please invite me to a party. I'm dying to go to a party. <laughs> I really truly am. Please, I want to get dressed up and go to a party. So I'm at a party, this future party in my head, and there's famous people at it. And I feel like Isaac Mizrahi, like someone would introduce me like, oh, and this is Jen, because they're friends with Isaac Mizrahi. He would have, he would engage me in a fun conversation or a conversation. Well, here's the deal. I feel he like did ask Michael that monologues. Would, Shut up. And he did engage me in conversation and See, he was super it. great. And then I read his book and he's like, People are often believe that I'm comfortable. Oftentimes when I am completely uncomfortable, I pretend and make it seem like I am comfortable, even in the most wretched situations. And of course I was like, Mine. was that the well, situation you, know what? you were in? You know what? That's called being a civil human being. That's called like civility. Yeah. If you ask me, that's called like I'm out in public, behave properly. Right. So even if you're faking it, it's like at least you're behaving properly in public. Right. So I actually don't mind that, honestly. I mean, actually, you know, I like genuine people. I think you can tell if someone's not being genuine. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe he's a good actor. But I, I just feel like if I was at the if I was at a party, and someone who was friends with Michael Kors and good friends with him or whatever, they were like fun. He wouldn't like it. Would not. He'd be in the corner with that one person. Right now, I, I say that I would probably be in a corner with my one person too if I was at a party and I didn't like social situations or something like that. I do not know the answer to that, but I'm just saying. Listen, I don't like Michael Kors's stuff. Listen, you don't have to defend yourself. It. You don't have to defend yourself. And we know how much I love free stuff. <laughs> and if I was given a box of Michael Kors stuff, I would regift like the wind. <laughs> <laughs> That is shocking. That is shame. I like that you didn't say I would <laughs> refuse it. <laughs> of course I wouldn't refuse it. Of course I'm not going to refuse it. I'm going to do something about it. Oh, I just got a tick. I just got a text. RSVP for free comedy tickets. Text stop to quit. I'm texting stop Listen, so fast. Listen, the next time I get a, invited to a party with sure. a plus one, I'm going to bring you and Please. vice versa. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Let's do that. Let's, you and I are, and we have proven, you yeah. and I are very good party couple. Yeah, yeah. We're real good party couple. Uh-huh. And if one of us wants to leave early, we're always like, sure, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, of course. Are you kidding? And we're a pro- we're an approachable party couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We mix, we mingle. We, mi- we mix, we mingle. People feel like they can approach us and they're mm-hmm. like, oh, Jeff and Jen. Mm-hmm. If they know us. Right. 
right? Yeah, we're a real remember, good party couple. Remember when we went to that event and oh, I wore my sparkle jacket? You looked so good. And you wore your what grandmother's dress. Oh, my God. That was a good one. That, that was, was a good, good one. one. And we were at a fancy table and you were very funny hosting the um How did the you raffle. Like to host? Oh, it was really That's good. why I got invited to the party. It was really great. You don't get invited to a party when you're not... You know, we got to sing for our supper. I didn't. And I had to be a friend to sing for my supper. (laughs) I had to be a friend of the person singing for the supper. So, you know, (laughs) hold your friends tight. They keep you afloat. No, they did not ask me to sing for my supper. They They asked me to auction for my supper. (laughs) You auction for your supper. Listen, I would rather auction for my supper. It depends on the song. It depends on the song. Yeah. What's the song that you're listening to? We'll end. We'll end. But what's it? What's the song that you've been listening to lately? Do you oh. have a couple songs? Yeah, I'm. I'm Let's into talk about that. that. Um, talk to me. I'm into Lizzo Juice. Oh my God, Lizzo's new album. Everyone, I love the do whole yourself album. Incredible. Incredible. Is that the song with Missy? No. I love that song. I do too. Juice is the one that's like. Gotta blame it on the goose. Wanna blame it on the juice. I'm also into this Billy. What's oh, her hers the Billie one with Eilish, where she's like, "I'm the bad one." Oh, I, <laughs> I think I run to it. You love her. I the song is um, I got bait or I need um uh, not trouble not bass um shoot the Missy Elliott song with Lizzo. Come Ugh, on, we have to look on. it up. I have to look. Um, it up. a tempo. Tempo. I mean, tempo. Oh, it's so good. It's yeah, so good. It really She's is. so incredible. Me and Amanda saw her last summer. Lizzo? Uh, sure did. Uh-uh. We went to P.S. Astoria. P.S. Long Island City. P.S. Uh, one. P.S. one. P.S. Long Island City. Girl, it was a bumping. I got tempo. I'm a big girl. I need tempo, right? Something like that. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. It's so good. Yeah. So those are fun songs. Um, Actually... Everything Lizzo. I'm also into this it. one um, Ed Sheeran song about being at a party that he doesn't like. <laughs> and um, shut up. That one about um, I don't know. This is a very whatever. Um, but I'm yeah, I'm into it. I am into. Yeah, everyone needs to get that album. Lately, let me just pull up my list. I have been. We all know. I've I'm I'm I've come out of my. 90s one hit wonder energy rock crap phase. Some I still will kick into. You know, it's funny, I've been listening to a lot of Depeche Mode lately, which has been interesting. Oh, interesting. Um, it's been some Depeche Mode. I I really, really love and everyone's gonna I mean I feel like everyone will agree. Can't keep my hands to myself. Mm. No man, Selena Gomez, hands to uh, myself. I want I'm she comes in and she's like, "I want you all to myself." It is so good. It's so good. Friend of the podcast, Selena opera, Gomez. Opera. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's the only person who's been on three times. Fair, fair, fair. No, yeah, our, can you Albert imagine? Tabak. Loves, loves Selena Gomez. That loves was her. really, really good. That one's I've been really listening to a lot. Don't come for me. Nine Inch Nails. I do you even know who I'm talking about? Yes. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Everybody and their mother knows I want to fuck you like an animal. Okay, Nine Inch Nails, but their new album. It's really good. That okay, I'm know. so sorry. I don't know from nothing. Um, 
Um, I've been listening. We all know. I've been. I've. I've Instagrammed this. I need to stop listening to Taylor Swift's Don't Blame Me. Ugh, there's it's, no I and me. <laughs> it's so good. But what's, what does she say? Oh, but so you, ha- so you have to have me to spell awesome. It's really incredible. It's incredible. I know all this because I joined Spotify and when I run, hey. I listen to today's top hit. I truly, truly love that song. Um, I really love the Cold War Kids song first. That's like the hot one of the... It's... I can't stop listening to that. And can I tell you, like, and I sob and I'm so sorry, like, to myself. Mm-hmm. But I put it on and and maybe I've said this before, but she used to be mine from Waitress. Oh, yeah. Jessie's version. I cannot. Yeah, say. I'm going to Jessie see. Jessie Miller's version. She breaks my heart. And I put that song on and I. It's so good. Cry. It breaks my heart. It's a really good song. It breaks my heart. My friend is playing Jenna what? in the tour. Wow. And we're going to go see her. I want to go see it. In Schenectady. I want to go. <laughs> <laughs> You're laughing because I was so serious. <laughs> I want to go. <laughs> I, you know I've never seen Waitress. How do you know the song? Because I listened to the album, oh, and yeah. you know she's not a big musical theater girl, but some musicals I'm I'm really in. I'm really in. Oh, me too. I need to see Waitress. Well, you know, Even she is story- a big musical. Yes, yes, girl. she is. But Waitress, the story, it's sort of not my thing. Like you just should have had an abortion. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like why'd she have to have the baby? She didn't fucking need that. Oh, it's pro choice. You have to support whatever choice she makes. <laughs> well. I just think it would have been better. I mean, I know that in the story it would have just stopped, but I, but it wouldn't have. Well, she, she would have grown in a different to, way. Yeah, she would have been eventually needed to leave that man. Sure, but she wouldn't have to deal with. I'm sorry. I'm just. I think you know. How I would just she have ever like, met the doctor? I just she could have met the doctor. Maybe she could have gone for a checkup. Maybe he would have given her the abortion. Do you know what I mean? And then they could. <laughs> I'm just very pro-abortion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so pro-abortion that I will rewrite, rewrite waitress. You're going to be the only person who's anti-choice because you're pro-abortion. Yeah, I'm anti-choice because I'm pro-abortion. <laughs> oh. In these trying times, everyone, if we don't lean really hard one way, what are we going to do? Sorry. Some of us have to lean really hard one way, and I will be one of those people to make various statements it's okay i can do it listen i think that's a perfect place to end <laughs> i'm not pro-choice i'm pro-abortion <laughs> um i will say yeah. that this special has sort of been like the touche christmas special it has you know like how um because we're gonna have to take this is gonna be sort of just like i know a, a one and a one up there i know because i'm gonna be leaving to go do my show and um in dc yes but it's one of those things where it's like you know those british sitcoms where they just do six episodes a year yeah but then they'll they'll toss in one rando right christmas special right like the, i think broadchurch had a christmas I, special I Some like reunion. Uh, Black Mirror did. I I know it's incredible what they do over there. Yeah. So, so this is we our, might be this like is our that. Christmas in June. 
special. Christmas in June special. I mean, I also feel like this is kind of what we do with our podcast lately because we're like, we've talked about it all. Right. We're kind of like, we we got it. Like, we it's got it. It's hard to be in your 40s and it's hard to be an actor. Right. So, so we've covered, like, you can go back. If you have a question, just scroll. Right. Just scroll through and pick an episode. You'll 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 get your answer, questions answered. This is why we should need to have a guest on next. We'll have we'll have another guest on. It's wonderful to talk to our guests and our artist friends. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Christmas in June. Is it June? It will be when this comes out. Yes. Exactly. Oh my gosh, I've missed you, Jeff. Like truly. Thank you. I've missed you as well. Really? Of course. Huh. What? <laughs> <laughs> No, actually, I feel get the like... fuck out of here. <laughs> I, anyway, I've missed you, and I'm happy to be back. You you were it's okay. buried under work. Yeah, it happens. You were, you were drowning in a sea of insurance and SAG waivers. <laughs> and it's nice to have you back on terra firma. It's really nice. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. I love you. I love you. Touche. Touche. Oh, I deleted it. Just no, you see, I got damn it. <laughs>